everyone, we're back. We're going to talk about Knives Out. I mean, realistically, it's two seconds <laughs> it's two since seconds we since stopped the last, the last pod. But, but uh, yeah, let's let's talk about things to do with it. So this is a spoiler special, yeah. Knives Out. Um, we are going to be spoiling everything. We are going to be talking third act, twists galore. All right, Chris Hewitt. Um, <laughs> so this is a film that really benefits from as little knowledge as possible. So I can't say that enough. If you haven't seen this film, go and see it because we are so excited that we're going to stay up way past our bedtime to yeah, this talk is, about this. Yeah, this is really late for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the clock going, oh my God. So final warning. Yeah. Let's go. I'm here at the behest of a client. I th- I'm going to start with, this ma- with the mildest of all spoilers. Right. I didn't realise going into this how much of the film would centre around Anna de Armas. Okay. Um, she was hardly portrayed at all in the marketing. Mm-hmm. Probably sensibly so with a cast that size. Yeah. But she is... And she's not essentially an unknown actress, but she, mm. compared to someone like Jamie Lee Curtis, for example, mm. why would you put her right at the foot? You're going to be, you're going to be telling everyone what's happening, aren't yeah. you? But she is, I mean, she is the protagonist of this film. Mm. Uh, 100%. I take it... But she guides you through it. Yeah. She takes you through the entire film. I mean, is she in every scene or most scenes? Probably. Probably apart from some flashbacks, but yeah. she's in the background of most scenes. I noticed mm. that she's always sort of there. Mm. You wouldn't have known she was in it in the first place, would you? No, so, no, uh, no. yeah. No. So, let's talk about this. Yeah. The reveal of... What happened on the night mm. comes 40 minutes into the film. Yes. Did it throw you as much... Well, it threw you as much as it threw me, I guess. Yeah, because I thought it was a lie. So I thought she was an unreliable mm. narrator. So Anna okay. de Armas is... Well, Benoit Blanc asked Anna de Armas, doesn't mm. he, what happened on that night? Yeah. And she essentially takes you into her memory. Yes. She's not saying it to him, no. but she's telling us visually what mm. happened. And uh, she's given Christopher Plummer the wrong medication. Mm. He's saying, I don't want you to get into any trouble. So here's a little plan mm. to how to get you out of this. And then he cuts his throat. Uh, just some things. I'm going to go through things that I spotted in this mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentions that when he's talking about how him and him and Chris Evans' character mm-hmm. are so alike, yeah, he mentions how they can't tell a real knife from a toy knife. Love that, yeah. yeah. And I thought that's got to come back mm. because he then stabs the knife down and he said, that's a real knife. Yeah. And then all of the knives in the mm. living room. I mean, it looked like Game of Thrones, didn't yes. it? That beautiful um, sculpture, essentially, with all the knives out. Mm. Obviously, title of the film. Pointing into the centre and people sitting in the centre of that. It was almost like a halo around them. Yeah. Anything else did you spot in that, in that, that scene? So... As she is giving him the medication, mm. he is in the middle of a soliloquy talking about his books and everything, his family and everything like mm. that. And she is so captivated that you can see that she doesn't look at the labels on the medication. Mm-hmm. And that's when it pays off to me. Okay. I might as well say now, when I was in the cinema, when the reveal came of how the things had been switched, mm-hmm. but she had picked up the correct ones because she's such a good nurse mm-hmm. and could tell the viscosity. Mm-hmm. I welled up because I thought it was that perfect a conceit. Mm-hmm. Um, she is genuinely a nice person and a and a brilliant nurse. Because yeah. when you are that good at a job, you yeah. can do you that where you don't have to look. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, uh, I, that is the cherry on top of mm. the do- the hole in the donut. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to tell you, I didn't think she was telling the truth. Okay. So when I watched that, that scene, I thought, there's something afoot here. There has to be something afoot. Christopher Plummer hasn't really killed himself. Mm. That's he's, he's playing a trick. He is a man that writes murder mystery novels. Yeah. He's made an absolute fortune on it. This is how he works. He has plotted something here. And she is either a pawn in that plot mm. or she's not telling us the truth and she's going along with that. She is part of it. And he's going to pop up alive mm. later on down the line. Particularly because you only see one shot of him yeah. through the eyes of another character mm. in a very over-the-top, I'm dead, Yes, lying on the sofa with yeah. blood all up. But you mm. don't see medics coming and saying he's passed away. Mm. You don't see him in the mortuary, for example. Mm. So I really felt that there was going to be some kind of payoff there. But that's... Ryan Johnson keeping us on our toes, isn't it? It's, yes. it's expected, isn't it? Mm. It probably would have been the trope that he popped up at the end. Yeah, um, I I think it's natural because when obviously when the plot is explained to you that early, mm-hmm. when the killer and what exactly has happened, you obviously know that there is going to be something else that fills the next be, yeah. hour and a half of the film. So I think it's natural to go through every single possibility and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you... S- realise that Chris Evans may be implicated in this? Because he just wasn't in it very much at the beginning. Mm. I think that really gave the game away. Someone as big as Chris Evans clearly relishing this role of ransom, which, you know, what a great name. Popping in, popping out and then disappearing for for quite a large amount of the film Mm. and then coming back seemingly as a different character. He went from being this absolute Torag to being someone who was Mm. very helpful and actually had had this change of heart and I just didn't believe it. Mm. Also, the the Nana, the great Nana, when Anna de Armas comes down the trellis and the Nana says, oh, Ransom, are you back? that really gave the game away to me that he was... It wasn't that she was Doolally, that he... But he the had, earlier in yeah. the film, there is a scene when he leaves, mm-hmm. she mentions... So I just thought it was related to that, okay. the fact... The point that I realised was when he's like, have you not got a text or an email or something? Mm, yeah. And, but that's it, he's been too helpful, yeah. he's been too kind. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I, I think you are meant to... At least suspect suspect mm-hmm. by that point. I don't mm-hmm. think it's. Uh... And I mean, there was. I think it was a little bit clunky. The idea. Oh, I haven't checked my email. Oh, look, here's an email. Yeah. The, the, the it's a little bit convenient. Was a little bit convenient for me. The way that she found the um, the housekeeper. Yes. Um. Yeah. It, there was a couple of the endings are really difficult, aren't they? Murder mysteries. You, it, the, there's no perfect ending, mm. and this to me it. It was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. I didn't see it coming, but there were some things that were slightly convenient, slightly clunky. Yes, absolutely. But how are you going to work it otherwise? It's always going to be convenient. Yeah, absolutely. So at any other point, did you suspect anyone else? Because oh, everyone's got a motive. Yeah, I, I, I didn't consider that Chris Evans was going to be the murderer. At one point, I thought it could be all of them. Or yeah. it could be a combination of them, because we've seen that before. In other films. Yes. One point I thought it's probably going to be the granddaughter because she's not doing much or she's sort of just in the background and she maybe need you know, sometimes it's the person who you suspect the least. Okay, yeah. 
I considered that I'm still going to call her Anna de Armas because I think it's just a beautiful <laughs> name. But Ma- Martha, is it Martha or Martha? Martha. Martha. Her character Martha. I all the way through. I'm thinking she knows more than she's letting on. She knows mm-hmm. more. It's going to be that she's a, a genius or a mastermind. Um, and you're. St- I don't know whether you're still left with that slight. You know, there's just something there at the end where she's standing at the end of the house. You know, the very last scene. And she's got the blanket round her. Mm. And she's got the cup. His yes. special, my house, my room. And she's looking at all of them from a height. And there's something there, a tiny little rub that makes you think, actually, you know, could there be something here? I don't think so. I, I, think, I, I agree, but I like that there's I a think, tiny thing, something there. I think that is more a comment on class. Okay. How? Because mm. all the way through, yeah. there is debates about Trump, yeah. well, without, naming Trump without naming Trump, Red yeah. Hat, and yeah. um, um, social justice warriors, yeah. um, Nazi right wing trolls, yeah. you know, all, all of that sort of thing. None of the family can ever agree on where Martha's oh, it's from. Awful, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's this awful. She, she's she's named as being from various different southern Middle America countries: mm-hmm. uh, Brazil, Ecuador, Paraguay, Venezuela, Uruguay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just that she's known as the the help quite yes. a few times. She's mentioned the help. All the family come up to her and say, oh, "I wanted you to be at the funeral, but I got outvoted." Yeah, um, you're part of the. Fa- we we brought you into the family. Yeah, there's a lot about immigration. There's a lot about America mm. for Americans. Yeah, and how um the estate is an ancestral home. Mm. There's there's a huge amount of political comment in there, which you don't often get in these sorts of. I think that one of I think that final shot of her with the coffee mug mm. is one of the best shots, best final shots of a film. Um, I think that has stayed with me that final shot because of the the discussion on cla- on class. Because of the discussion on class, the the fact the family are squabbling below her, mm-hmm. physically below her, mm-hmm. the callback to the my house. Yeah, she has just inherited the yes. house. Um, yeah, I think it's perfect. The mm-hmm. perfect final shot mm-hmm. uh, up there with Inception. I didn't uh, really. Yeah. I, um, okay, I find it hard to maybe over time mm. that would, but okay. I find it hard to make those pronounce. You know how you like to pronounce it. Things are like the greatest the character of, in the world, and yeah. I'm just a little bit like, mm, should we yeah. just wait a few more months? Um, so maybe I'm just a little bit queasy on on those sorts of things. Mm. I didn't really see the commentary on class in that last shot, but I can see exactly what you mean now that okay. you've pointed it out. I was mm. more thinking of it in terms of the murder mystery, or you know how she orchestrated this, mm. but I can completely see it from, from your point of view, and I think, think your view is right. You will find me a respectful, quiet, passive observer of the truth. I'm not sure if you're aware, but they are making a... Follow-up. Are they? A, a different Ooh. Benoit Blanc oh, mystery. Oh, Benoit Blanc. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, that is great. Yes. He is brilliant. He's obviously overacting. But I don't know. I'm not sure he is. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm not sure he is. He is playing an ex- an eccentric character, but also he is a mix of, of all the sleuths yes. that we know from before. He even comes out with lines from other, mm. you know, other people that are, are, are 
I say mystery solvers, but you know what I mean. Your yeah. Sherlock Holmes, your Miss Marple, your Poirot, you know. Yeah, it's it's very similar. Um, I mean, you let out the biggest squeal of the night when uh, a scene from <laughs> Murder She Wrote, Murder, she wrote was featured oh, on screen. On I loved it as the camera panned so out brilliant. to Angela Lansbury. Oh, tight man and a typewriter, <laughs> riding a little bike round Cabot Cove. Tom Plosley dives in, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful. And, you know, we, it, it, the lines are there, you catch them, but then we move on. It's not, you know, the, maybe there is a small wink to camera, but it's so quick. It's, you know, some of them I won't even have picked up. Yeah. But I didn't think he was too broad. I didn't think he was... I didn't, it wasn't annoying, is what I'm trying to say. I think it... I think it walked the line. Okay. Um, I think he can do that because of the theme is... that It's obviously an exaggeration of a family and things mm-hmm. like that. And he is the one that's playing it broader than the rest. I think he gets away with it for that reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been doing Benoit Blanc impressions under my breath ever since you told me I wasn't allowed to do them anymore. That's true. Um, so yeah, I I love him. I yeah. love that. I love that. And I, I'm looking forward to the next one. And I wondered whether his accent would fluctuate throughout the film. Mm. Because we we watched Tomb Raider the other day, didn't we? Yes, we and did. And early Daniel Craig performance there opposite Angelina Jolie and completely forget he was in that film. And he's doing an American accent in there and it is awful. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I'm really sorry, Daniel, but it just... Yeah, he'll definitely goes, be listening. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I always feel that I have to say sorry to people. It, it really fluctuates and you just... It just yeah... Things just didn't don't go right there. Here, I thought, oh, I'm gonna be able to pick. I'm gonna be able to pick a bit where he just comes out mm. of it. He just, but he must have worked so hard. Every single time he's on screen, he is pushing that accent through. I think it's probably easier to do it in such an exaggerated manner mm-hmm. than it is to do a subtle accent a very subtle. A, a, or natural but this is accent. Quite complex. This is the, you know the, the vowel sounds and the you know you've got to think of every word that you're coming out with. Oh, trust me, I could do it every day. I'll oh, try oh, it. I'll you? do it for the next week. Right. Oh, oh, you do that. You do that the same way as Daniel Craig did. Go on then. I'll do the whole of next week's podcast in there. <laughs> but Blake will be like, "What is this? <laughs> Who is this man?" <laughs> But yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Mm. Um, I like the fact that he... Sometimes it looked like he knew exactly what was happening. Other times you wondered whether he was a little bit behind. Yeah. You know, he, he played it so that you just... That nuance where, is he ahead of us? Mm. Is he not? Mm. But I spoke in the car about the hole at the centre of this donut, And what you and Harlan did, that fateful night seems at first glance to fill that hole perfectly a donut hole in a donut's hole but we must look a little closer and when we do we see the donut hole has a hole in its center it is not a donut hole but a smaller donut with its own hole and our donut is not a hole at all let's talk about Ryan Johnson because he was very much ostracised for his Last Jedi. So let's get that in the right... Let me get it in the right order because the names of 
the the last few Star mm. Wars films confuse me. Yeah. Because you expect the last one to have last in it, but it doesn't, no. does it? It's no. Rise of Skywalker is the last one. Yeah. And The Last Jedi is actually the second in this trilogy, the most recent yes. trilogy. So his Last Jedi really broke the internet, didn't it? Because yes. some people came out and said it had completely subverted the whole idea of Star Wars, the whole idea of the Jedi. Mm. We're not going to get into that on this spoiler special because it's not a Last Jedi spoiler, but mm. it really split the Star Wars fandom. And some people loved it. I don't, think, really, it, you know, I don't think it did split. I think okay. the Star Wars fandom hated it Okay. on a whole. I thought it was far better than The Force Awakens and in retrospect, far better than Rise of Skywalker. But every single Star Wars fan that I know, like serious fan, mm-hmm. hates it. Can you see Ryan Johnson in that film? Because I would not know that that was the same director. Uh, but maybe he's um, constrained by Star Wars and the way yeah. that Star Wars looks because it has a very specific look. What mm. else has Ryan Johnson done? Did Looper. I think I've just seen bits of that when it's been on like ITV2 in the afternoon. Okay. He did Brick. Mm-hmm. So all the films that you said yes. earlier. Yes. <laughs> did you not realise that one? Yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, so I haven't, I don't think I know him very well then. So okay. tell me, do you feel that there is a style here or is this so constrained by a murder mystery and genre that, you know, it, it I, doesn't have a stamp on it, is what uh, I'm saying? I've only seen. I saw Looper and Brick a long time ago. Okay. So it's it's tough for me to sort of know his thing. I've only seen um the uh, the Last Jedi once. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, isn't it, yeah, to... I can't pick I mean, it's it out. Brilliant. It's you know there's no you can't take it away from him. Mm. But this is an absolute whether he has this particular style or not it is a brilliant brilliant piece of direction. Absolutely. Did this Absolutely. get any love in the Oscars or any award season? So this was nominated for let's have a look. It was nominated for one Oscar mm-hmm. which was best original screenplay. Oh, that's such a shame, isn't it? Yeah, I would have thought there was I don't think it necessarily you think about acting. Yeah. It would have I'm Daniel Craig I, I would. Think it, I would have given him something. It's very broad. Okay. It's it's very broad for the academy. Oh, Anna de Armas. You know, she has to carry mm. that film. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Mm. But I don't think they are. It's an ensemble. Yeah, it's, I think it's an ensemble. I'm surprised it didn't mm. go for something like the Screen Actors Guild because yeah, they do an ensemble yeah. award. In fact, it must have been. Let's have a look. Yeah. So Golden Globes, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Musical, mm-hmm. Comedy. Mm-hmm. I wonder whether they put it in comedy. Yeah, uh, Anna de Armas was nominated for Best Performance by an Actress. Oh, good. And Daniel Craig was nominated for Best Performance by an actor there we go in the BAFTAs Rian Johnson was nominated for best original screenplay are you still calling Rian or Ryan Ryan okay yeah I, it's, it's like um, I just I'm not taking the mic I just want to know I just want to know what the right thing is to do it's like Jam Triple Horn all <laughs> yeah. over again I'm not trying to create Jam Promise and I don't think it got any in the SAG Awards which is very mm. odd because I think if you're going to do something an ensemble cast is mm. um, yeah I mean this is this is the ensemble isn't it yeah of the year at least no wasn't wasn't nominated right uh, Parasite Bombshell The Irishman Jojo Rabbit and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. for the ensemble casts 
You look like you've got something else that you want to say before we finish up. Yes. How did you feel about Marta's vomiting as a plot device? I thought I was going to hate it. Yeah. When it first happened, I just thought, oh no, yeah. oh that is just so weird. But they use it sparingly. Yes. And in the denouement where she lies very, very realistically. Mm. So you you kind, you kind of get the sense that the phone call that she's taken, she's not not telling the truth. There's, there's something that's not quite right there. Because yeah. she turns her back on yes. the camera and you can't see her face. But when she turns back around and she's sort of like, oh, um, what's the housekeeper's name? I can't remember. Fran. So when she's saying Fran's fine, she's ready to talk, and Chris Evans has just confessed to killing her. Yes. You, you there is a, a lot of pausing, and you know there's a there's a payoff, isn't there? You, yes. It builds up and builds up, and builds up, and then she just vomits all over his face. And they haven't quite used it in as long in a in a while, yes. so it's not at the forefront of your mind. And she doesn't that... normally throw up in a projectile vomity sort yes. of way. She just sort of like does that thing where you retch mm. and you've, you've got a cup nearby. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's some things where you know that she is being sick, but you don't get to see it. And yeah. it, it, it you know, the edit moves to another shot. So it really does pay off. I still think it's a bit ridiculous, but this entire film is ridiculous when you yes. think about it. So mm. it, it, it's fine. It, I went with it. I enjoyed the denouement. Mm. That's everything I've got on this. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll think of other stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, we best best go because it's very late for us. <laughs> Anything past sort of quarter past eight, and it's, um, and it's my night tonight. And it's your night. It's your night to look after the baby. Well, thanks for listening along. If yeah. anyone has, yeah. Um, and in all seriousness, if you haven't, you've just spoiled one of the best films I've seen. So uh, hopefully, we, hopefully you've not uh, had anything to tie it to. So uh, you can still watch it and be, try and at least try and look surprised. Yay! Knives out. <laughs> cool. See you later. Bye. Before you go, just thought we'd mention that you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the honeymoon pod or twitter.com forward slash the honeymoon pod. From there, you should find all the links you need to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, yay, or your favourite podcatcher. See you next week.